hamjambo na karibuni. Hello and welcome. We hear often enough that Kenya is a young country. First of all, we Kenyans are young politically. We only attained our independence in 1963, having been a colony of Britain for about 40 years. Quick calculation, that means we'll be 59 come December 2022. Hence the argument that democracy is new to us, we'll develop our execution of it slowly, slowly, and our shaky mistakes can be forgiven in the meantime. Kenya is also young demographically. After a quick search from the 2019 census, 35.7 million Kenyans, that is over three quarters of the total population, were under 35, with close to 70% of them wakiishi mashambani or in rural areas. Another statistic, in 2019, young people from the voting age of 18 up to 34 made up a quarter of our population. Our guest, who will remain a mystery for a large part of this episode, belongs to that 25%. So let's begin our conversation, young Kenyan, if I may, with your response to this two-in-one question. What do you think about politics generally and its influence on your future specifically? Thank you very much, Mwalimu. It's a pleasure to be in your show. Um, politics for me, I'd say, as a young Kenyan right now, politics has been more of a, a thing done by the older generation. It's been an avenue where they tend to control our resources, where they tend to influence our decisions, where they make policies where I think um, tend to benefit them, a, a certain class of people. And um, for me, politics has, has been an idea that for me as a common Kenyan does not really help me in any way because I'm only uh, useful at a certain point. You see, when we come towards the elections is when my voice tends to be that's when they look for me that's when they want to know my input that's when they want to know you know they want to want to see the kind of input i would bring in but it's only at a certain time it's not a thing that uh, is continuous so for me politics is just an idea for me as a common man uh, it does not really help me Uh, attain or become the person that I'm meant to be. And um, when looking at it into the future, I think uh, politics um, affects a lot of my day-to-day -day activity in terms of the politics right now that's been played uh, in, in my country. Um, I think it does more harm for me than any good because looking at the policies being made, how resources are being distributed. The people at the top right now 
are acting in a way that it's like there's no tomorrow. It's like I don't count. It's like if they get the opportunity, they want to eat as much as they can and not, you know, be mindful of what I get to get at the end of the day. Young Kenyan, uh, the perception of young people like yourself, uh, yeah. when I look at the papers, I seem to get the impression that you uh, like to wear baseball caps uh, the wrong way around, that you like to dress in uh, military fatigues, and that uh, you like to speak a language which, if you switched it on, uh, that's you in the big city. But we've just heard that most of you are to be found in the rural areas. Now, is my perception of you, do you do the baseball cap backwards thing? Uh, have we captured the youth? Are you going to sing a song for me at my next political rally? In other words, young people are perceived as being unable to think for themselves. Is that a cruel perception? That is the perception that is out there, but it's not the truth. Because myself, I don't wear any cap for any political party. And I do not like singing any. But if they offer me an incentive by the end of the day, because uh, as a young man, I've not been empowered to do anything. I, there are no opportunities for me out there. You know, the, 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 the political environment has created um, uh, an at atmosphere where majority of my generation cannot be able to get jobs, you know, access, you know, all these amenities that should be available to us, like tenders and stuff. But um, if they offered me today some Kidogo money just to wear a cap, guarantee Mualimu, I will definitely wear that cap and I will attend and I will sing. Okay, I'm, I'm interested in this idea of the different. Do, do you notice a difference between Yulambana Toka Mashambani and you, the city slicker? What's the difference between the two of you? Do you have relations whom, in terms of opportunity? Because you're saying you have no opportunity, but I know full well that you have a job. It might not be the job of your dreams, but you have a job. Yes. Well, um, there is a difference. There is a difference between the the rural young guy and the urban young guy because mainly when you look at the guy in Mashambani, the guy there is with big dreams and um, it's been created Nairobi to be like the big apple in the New York, you know this is where everyone wants to come and so the guy in Mashambani ametulia to anataka kukuja Nairobi because he knows when I go to Nairobi I will make it big you know, the jobs, the opportunities and what, uh, you know, the 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 atmosphere in Nairobi is different. So um, opportunity lies in the in big the, city. In the big city, yes. That's the perception of the day. But the truth or the fact is, uh, in the big city, uh, it's a scramble. It's, it's, we are, we are, the competition is stiff, you know. So um, the solution... Uh, uh, let me go back. You're a young Kenyan. Yes, yes. And we're going to vote on uh, August the 9th. Yes. Have you got any idea of whom you're going to vote for based on ideology? You were quite keen on getting a little cash handout, but have you thought through the issues and the promises made to you and say, I don't want you to name names. I don't want you. That's not the kind of show we are. We've always said that. I'm interested in your ideas. 
What is going to guide your vote on August the 9th? Molimu, I can tell you for a fact that um, I do know who I'm going to vote for. And, um, based the, on what? Based on the, just, I it's it's more of uh, you do pros and cons. I'd say for me, um, because um, I listen. You know the idea. The idea outside there is they, the the perception is the young man cannot think for himself. The young man does not have a brain. So if I probably you know incentivize him to give me his vote by probably giving him some cash, probably he thinks by the end of the day, that's the same thing I'm going to do. But I have voted before, and I've seen how it went. And right now, I think that made me wiser in terms of selecting who I'm going to vote for. And I'm not going to name names, but... Sorry, I, but if I can take you along a certain path of, uh, of thinking. Yeah. In other societies, we have this idea of uh, an ideology. Yeah. Uh, so people talk about the left and the right, yeah. and I'm of leftist persuasion. Yeah. I'm a capitalist. I'm a Democrat. You're a Republican. I'm a conservative. You're Labour. Yeah. Uh, what is the equivalent for you as a young person in Kenya? What are the cut and dried alternatives politically? I'm looking at um, politically right now, I'd say we have um, we have two main you know the 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 the, the the elections, maybe let's let's look at the seats, right? The, the different seats that we have. I can tell you for a fact that um, the same guy I'm going to put at the top is not the same guy I'm going to put in the next seat, because um, history serves me right. The the last elections we voted, depending on the party, we were looking at. I want to give this party, and this is the guy I, I like. It. This is the guy, you know. I'm Democrat. Let's say Democrat, and so I'm going to make sure when I'm voting, it's a Democrat vote from the top to the bottom. But um, having things going the way they've gone, um, I feel, I feel the people who've been given, you know, they're the same people. They're the same people just jumping ship. You know? But I, young Kenyan, I, I, I'm going to press you a wee bit to, to, you haven't impressed me at this stage that you're thinking about policies and ideology. You're talking about opportunity. Yeah. If you were given the opportunity, you would go for it. Yeah. But you represent the future of this country. I've yeah. given a whole bag of statistics saying 75% of you are yes. people like you. So it seems to me that you could have a major influence on the course of events if you knew where to lead things at the ballot box. So you're not aware of your power. I you're powerful but unaware of it. I'd say majority of us, that's where we are. Majority of the youth... Um, do have the power because we are the majority but majority of us really do not know the we, we we do not know this it's not we've not like been properly educated and like you said we have the city guy and we have the rural guy at the mashambani you know and um the, the when it comes to voting you know most of the the guy from the mashambani mostly maybe he's gonna follow a certain direction and i'm gonna follow a certain direction but I can tell you for a fact that um, listening to these guys, they're not selling ideas. The, the ideas they're selling is maybe we're going to give you some incentives. When I'm in power, I'm going to give you some incentives, you know, some incentives which are not realistic. They're just, um, I'd call them white horses and, and, and ideas, and you know, but they're not realistic. 
Right. So I'm going to press you, young Kenyan, yeah. uh, when we come back in a bit. On we go, young Kenyan. Uh, still this idea of... Uh, we'll come back to the specific topic of uh, tribalism at a later point in our conversation. Okay. But when you, as a young Kenyan, maybe you don't... Re I'm not going to give you a quiz, do you read the papers? When you talk... When you hear talk of a political divide and people are pitching tent, which is a wonderful sort of journalistic phrase that's crept into our lexicon. Do you see yourself as uh, uh, belonging to the mountain or to the lake or to the ocean? Uh, do, do you follow all that thing? It says, I am from the mountain, and you look at like some sort of sacred object. Honestly, I right now, as people, majority of the people in my generation, yeah, uh, that really doesn't count. That's an idea that's been sold from generations past, but currently, it so for you, apply. sorry, sorry, let's go, let's go a bit faster, faster. We're yeah, going slowly, yeah. slowly at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. There is no political divide. The, there is, there is none. It's invented in some way because the same people you see, like if if the mountain calls for a meeting. Guarantee the same people who will be called in the mountain, who will attend the the rally in the mountain. Some of them will be the same guys uh, at the lake. It will be the some of the the same guys probably at um, the coast. So it's it's an idea that they're trying to sell to us to try and tell us that you know they're trying to play with our emotions. That they're, they're appealing to our emotions. Young Kenyan, I have one slight problem with your yeah. with your language. Yes, the is this use the use of this pronoun they? They excludes you. You're not part of the process. It's all like oh. <laughs> they over there. They're, they're trying to hurt us. They're trying to they. Surely you should be part of that we because now that you voted once, yes. you voted them into power. When did, did they suddenly become they in your own mind? When I say Again, the accusation for you is that you're not thinking it through, young Kenyan. You're not thinking your political choices through. Is that unkind? When I say they, uh, I think I'm referring to the guys at the top. Uh, but I'm part of that um, um, system right. too, right? Right, and right. Um, I'd say um, when when they say when we hear the people from the mountain and we hear people from the lake, I can tell you for a fact that does not really translate to the ground because most of us have are a blended generation. I come from a home where we have one guy from the lake, the other guy, you know. Uh, so we are already blended at the bottom. So the whole. Uh, mountain people is an idea that they're trying to pass, trying to trying to appeal on our emotions to tell us that you, because you are from this tribe, you belong okay, to the so, mountain. So therefore, you know, why don't you accuse somebody of something? It is our journalists, it is our newspapers, it is our writers who put that description into your mind. It didn't just come out of itself. Why does it serve us Kenyans to perpetuate these descriptions which you've just denied? as a young person. You can say, I'm not from the mountain. Nobody's going to shoot you. <laughs> you know, um, personally, I'm from the mountain. Right. But uh, I've grown up in a different region. We relocated to a different part of the country, so I grew up uh, being raised in a different environment. 
And so hiyo maneno ya wewe ni mtu wa kule. I could hear that. You know where I come from. I I are we are born from the mountain, raised in a pastoralic uh community. And you'd find leaders when a community um uh it's called amkutano ikiitwa they will address to everyone as if we are all keeping cattle you know they'll tell you and i'm mkulima myself they'll be like sasa mashida zetu kama watu wa you know ni hatuna pasture that does not apply you know and uh, and the same problem that he's facing is the same problem i'm facing in the place so for me that whole mountain thing we've we 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 have moved right now we've evolved whereby we have uh, people from the lake living you have kikuyu I, I hear you yeah. i hear you yeah, i want right. to move on to this idea of yeah. um, leadership and yeah. and integrity yeah. again there are chapters in our constitution that yeah. speak to the fact that we should have people of honor and integrity to lead us yes so your big moment will come as a future leader yes what do you assume to be the leadership qualities that you look for and how do you feel so many months before an election that everybody who was about to be brought to trial for corruption it's all been deferred so that you, it'll they'll only have their court cases after the event so you go you'll have leaders presenting themselves to you as a young person who have committed uh, let's not call them crimes but have been guilty of fraudulent activity do they belong to the group that you've chosen or yours is really cool <laughs> you, you notice that i've put in the word cool there just to be cool myself i, I see what you did there i see what you did there but uh chakwanza mwalimu mm. is uh, it's a sad thing sad thing uh, when they announced that the people with court cases yeah just because cuz it was he eluded uh this was the, the office of the dpp you're telling me yeah but um, you're, you're they, on the ball yeah <laughs> they eluded that um you see uh if you have a court case and you're running for office uh they're trying to paint a picture that sababu atakuwa busy kwa rally akifanya mkutano wacha tumpatie time afanye mkutano then after we can continue with the proceedings but let me ask i'm also attending the mkutano rally so i would want the similar grace to be accorded to me so i don't know why it's been given to a certain class so that fact of integrity does you know in, it's sad that mimi kama mwananchi na feel hainifiki there's no integrity in in the office haikufiki lakini wacha nikuulize swali moja tu do you feel yeah. as a young kenyan yeah i mean you're old enough to be my son yes. so if you if you were in my household yeah would you sort of say well dad is okay but he's a crook and i'm okay with that because we have cornflakes and you know yogurt therefore everything's fine you see that sort of personalized thing the idea of integrity uh, do would you would you would you make the same accusation of your own parent that it's okay for them to be it's not Bad. okay let's it's, use a, a, a kiddie adjective it's not okay yeah, it's, it's, right. it's it should and it should not be made okay and for every question young kenyan yes. that i put to you yes. i'm asking is there a coalition of thought yeah. that makes you realize how powerful your position will be on august the 9th yes and that you're going to use it i'm sort of setting you up to say that you sh- you young people should be having gatherings of your own to speak to each other which i don't i don't see in our society 
No, that's. I don't hear the voice of the young as a as a as a cemented. Actually, what you're saying is true, because um, as young people, we should actually be gathering together, be talking about these issues. But uh, the, the 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 truth of the matter is, um, we we do not. The education has not come to the masses. The, we, the majority, we've not been educated. But but we have a class of uh, very young, intelligent guys. If you've been listening to radio and watching TV, the, those now, now you can see them trying to you know bring some ideas and saying you know us guys, we are young, we have ideas and we can do this and 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 it's good. But I'd really like it to come from you know just tv and just come to the ground and talk to the people because by the end of the day ukienda kama turukana ama wende samburu ama wende nyeri kuna watu wajui tv kuna ama hawana time ya kuona tv i mean mimi niko na time ya kutafuta do mimi nataka do and it's it's and and and, and my 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 time i'm putting it in making a living but but that makes me forget well, that I, i have a lot I, of power i thought you told me like two seconds ago that you didn't have a job now not after do yani kuna do pale ambao hujatueleza okay tunatoka gala money tunatoka yes but uh, yeah. like um, like you said um, it's 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 something that we it's, it's something that we the young people need to be educated to and i love this show because you're giving us an opportunity to know that you know we have the power si ndo tunapatia job you know mimi ndo naenda kumwambia nikipanga line imagine for a fact mimi nikipanga line if i do not this guy does not have a job and i have to be very sober minded when i'm when i'm queuing you know on august to know that the guy i'm giving the job must be accountable must be honest and has to be someone with integrity you know but sometimes well i'm i'm going to disappoint you i'm not um I'm not on some sort of messianic thing to have you on the show to speak yeah. to. Th- I'll tell you why you're yeah. on the show. Yeah. Cuz I we've said that we are I want to hear you through yeah. ideas over individuals. We yes. don't know who you are. Yeah. But as a young person I'm interested to know in what you're thinking. And I'll ask you again this question about what informs your political choices. Is it a political ideology? Are you voting for the person who is going to say we'll have no military spending because we can't afford it we're not going to have a, an army uh, fighting in some other country and killing our soldiers do these issues speak to the young person or are you going to say you're unaware of them because you can't afford to buy the newspaper every day for for 60 bob and you can't afford to take the whatever it is the subscription online because you have to be informed i am informed Right. I'm informed and uh, okay. so I, tell us some of the things okay let's send on this kind of question some of, tell us some of the things perhaps sorry to sorry to press you in such a an ungracious manner what are the things that you want as a young person that i can say oh my gosh i spoke to a young person and i'm really i, I never knew that young people what what disgusts you what appalls you what makes you outraged about our society The one thing I'd say that outrages me about our society is uh, the fact that tuna tunauza hiyo like I told you the idea ya kuuza tribalism na nini na nini because si kitu binapitia on a daily basis uh, you know it's not it's not there with my people but like you asked before let me go back to your question in the beginning you asked me what informs me to make to for like um what informs me 
to make the decision that I'm going to make on the 9th of August. Uh, I'd say I'm, I'm looking at someone who will change, you know, the change the, the, the system for me so that it works for me. That's what I'm looking at. That's, I'm looking for the guy but with the idea. I, I would put it to you that if I read it, everybody's promising you that yes. they're going to every single candidate. They are, yes. They every are. single one. And you've got this sort of crystal ball where you can pick the right promise. Yes, they are. But majority, if you, if you take some time and listen through, like, um, I, let, me, let me quote something. Someone said that they can offer us 6,000, you know, even without working. That's, that does not make sense. You can't tell me you're going to give me 6000 from where? Already our economy is suffering, you know. Uh, we're having fuel shortages and whatnot because of, you know, things that are happening in government that are affecting me directly. So you can't be giving me money from nowhere. So what is inform what the things that I'm looking at is I'm looking at a person. What will make me vote on the 9th is I want someone who will change my life. I want the one who will give me value for money. And the saddest thing is, I don't think uh, for me, like we feel, and it is sad, like someone different. Okay, so now that you've said what you've said, are you going to take the day off on the 9th and not exercise your democratic right because you see no light at the end of the tunnel? That's an option. I'm interested. Are you going to queue for four hours so that you can get it in very quickly? To tell you the truth, I'm actually I'm in between because yes. looking at uh, the people there and listening to my friends, to know akuna point, akuna point vote because by the end of the day, to feel to taibiwa, to feel you know. Uh, okay. So will, you, it will not, my voice will not count. Onwards, onwards. Um, young Kenyan, uh, uh, we're halfway through, so it's an interesting, I'm interested in our conversation. I'm going to, uh, you, we left, I'm, whether you're conscious of your rights and to know that uh, chapter four of our constitution addresses rights uh, and, uh, and we hear that as written, the purpose of recognizing and protecting human rights and fundamental freedoms is to preserve the dignity of individuals and communities, as written in the Constitution. And the really weird thing when I read it, seeing that you're interested in the whole idea of Constitution, we have the right to life, equality and freedom from discrimination, human dignity, slavery, servitude, uh, privacy, uh, freedom of expression, access to the media, but we don't have a right to education and we don't have a right to health care. Do you find that odd from the founding fathers and the constitutional fathers? They never guaranteed. So you're going to remain uh, uneducated for the rest of our living days. How does that mean? I can guarantee you, Molly, when it comes to me as a shock to know that uh, there's no freedom to education i actually thought that's in the constitution and if you and if you ask anyone out in the streets we think we have the right to free education we have the right to healthcare and now that you've mentioned that they're not there i'm even starting to wonder because it's the things that are being quoted well the thing is uh, maybe i'm wrong we're here to discuss ideas maybe we want people to come back to us and say oh that awful man he dared say but i didn't see it and we put the question to we have a section 
as you probably saw from uh, or heard from our first episode where we find a selection of ideas and uh, rather in the manner of you know sort of like naming the colors of the rainbow red orange yellow green blue and having a little mnemonic to remember how to do that we went out and asked some people i'd like you to listen to their idea of what hakietu hakietu what are your rights listen to the feedback freedom of speech I guess all of us are supposed to express ourselves in however we want to, a right to fair trial. Niko na right kuishi malamba kuna security. Ya right yengine pia ni right ya ku own land. Ya kwanza ni right to ku access public services. I have the freedom of speech, freedom of association, freedom of movement, the right to own property. Haki ya kusanyika, haki ya kutembea, hizo ndio haki ambazo najua ni za muhimu. Ina, nina haki ya kufanya kazi kwa hii nchi ya Kenya uh, right to movement right to own a family freedom of association uh, kuna right to expression right to privacy mimi mkenya niko na right ya kulive i know i have a right to vote yeah, like i have i have a freedom of expression like i'm not limited to say whatever i want to say i have a freedom of worship as, as long as i don't create nuisance hospital i have a right to privacy alafu pia tunaweza sema right to property meaning that niki buy land sifai kufukuzwa haki pia kupata kitu kama matibabu kama sina pesa hiyo haki ya kupata elimu kama watoto young kenyan Uh, you heard what you heard uh, do a bit better add some more i'd read some to you before so uh, probably I was, there's a cheating game going on here uh, what major rights do you think you have as a young kenyan rep the right to expression that's something big for me right uh, i have the right to uh, move anywhere in the country that's also that's also very big for me the right to own land that also is very huge anywhere in the country without being you know discriminated upon uh the right to a clean environment that's also a, a big right for me and um the right to security you know privacy that um no one should come and search me you know without any probable cause you know uh, or enter uh, my property just because uh, they think okay. they can i'm i'm interested in knowing whether again from day to day the being the age you are you feel that you have complete freedom of expression i would say perhaps not because there's nowhere in the world where that exists but it's but it is written down do you think it's do you think do you think that that's a uh a correct promise to make people uh, that we can do and can say what we like honestly i don't think so i don't think that right applies because honestly when you look at if i if i dared to go in the limelight right and um and expressed myself honestly what i feel in my heart what i feel i'm going through which is not right i might be putting myself in trouble and you know i might be i might go missing <laughs> Yeah okay but there's also the idea which is much more is that if i said whatever i liked and that constituted or ended up constituting hate speech 
if I said, you know, everybody from the mountain like you deserves to with a set of expletives. So I'm asking you as a young person, how can the state actually curtail this freedom of expression so that it's used in a way that leads to a greater sense of nationhood? Because Kenyans are fighting to be to see ourselves as a nation. Is this it's something that we should do? Say anybody can say what they like about anybody. I think um, the right of expression should also we should also remember by the end of the day that we should not infringe on other people's right one, and we should not incite other people. So I think the government of the day should hold people accountable to what they say because as much as you're expressing and yourself, are you living that do you from a day to day do you think that the government that we have or have had or will have that they're really keen on prosecuting people who use hate speech are you aware of that happening on a daily basis to the extent that you'd never dare do it yourself it's 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 not doing anything the government is not doing anything like we saw uh, uh, some leaders making funny comments about and i will not want to repeat but they made them in Eldoret. No, but please don't repeat them. That's yeah. that's that's that, that's not this program. There <laughs> yeah. are other avenues. But I'm yes, interested in your yes, ideas yes, yes. as an individual. Yeah, the, the 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 people who make all these comments, I don't see them being prosecuted. And just like you said, we spoke before, the DPP, the office of the DPP, just gave them a leeway to to run for office. I wish they had held them accountable and said, you know, because you said this and it's on record, you cannot be able to vie for a seat at least it gives someone else an opportunity at least you know someone who is more suitable for that position but clearly like we said there's no integrity in all in our offices in our government we have no trust with our leaders you know and we're just doing a gamble it's kubahatisha it's like yeah nijaribu hapa nijaribu pale labda atanisaidia you know okay another right that you have and said the right to own land yeah Again, as a young person, you probably don't know enough about the history of Kenya, but some people have a head of a lot of land, uh, a lot of land uh, which they own. And uh, with uh, 55 million of us, there's just not going to be enough for everybody to go off and buy their one acre. So again, Kenyan solutions for Kenyan problems. Should you as a young person be living here saying, you know, one fine day, I'll raise X number of shillings and buy a plot somewhere. Is that is that the way we're going, uh, as opposed to trying to share the land in such fashion that any people end up having a a nice place to live, water, electricity, but they have amenities that doesn't actually want them to be material ownership. This is my land, and these are my dogs to eat you if you get anywhere close to it. Is that a right that we should be really fighting for? It should be a right. It should oh. be a, it should be a right because oh. personally I can tell you my grandmother right now um vacated from where she had land. She left land. You know, when we had the last elections and uh, she's now living somewhere else where we got her a piece of land and we just built her some So she she was dis- uh, she was displaced. She was displaced. Yes, she was displaced and she left her land because right. You know that freedom. You you can't. You're not comfortable. By the end of the day, knowing that I'm from the mountain and I'm and I'm in a let's say coastal region, I, I feel when we approach the elections, I'm not I'm not safe. 
I'm, I'm not safe. Probably they'll come get me in the night. So, But are these constructs, young Kenyan, going to be sustained forever and a day? Because I, I want you to be thinking deep thoughts. I'm wondering whether this idea of this is my farm, this is my acreage, and maybe it stretches to 600,000 acres. Does that make sense to you? It, it does not make when, sense When me. you could have the acreage of the whole country that's arable and divide that between 57 million and allocate it to people. Does it, in other words, this idea of an African renaissance, African solutions, Kenyan solutions to Kenyan problems, is this just something that we aspire to without any of our thinkers actually thinking and creating an, a Kenyan view of societal change. Don't you wish that some professor in the university had written a tract saying, you know, how, can, how we can deal with issues like tribalism, deal with issues like land allocation in the wake of colonialism? Because we, bl we blame everything on our colonial masters. Okay, for how long? I wish we had such a professor who would come up with a system whereby I would be able to own land somewhere. But uh, it's not fair. We, it's not fair that we have people who own big chunks of land at the expense of others, you know, and they are the ones who are cause, causing the, you know, the inflation. Like right now, if let's say Molimu, you, you have more capacity than me. And if we both wanted a piece of land back at my home, you know, you with the bigger capacity will just come and offer double what I can offer. Oh, I'd just speculate and add it to my, you know, <laughs> 500,000 acres, not you know, that I have them, and add, make it 515 because I've got the money. Which is not fair. Which but is not where fair. you, young Kenyan, yeah. where you should be the ones thinking through what will make, you know that your country is only arable to such an extent yeah. you know that there's climate change yeah. you know that people are cutting down trees you know that the environment is under threat and you're doing nothing it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's because um, the avenues we have for us to do something are, are very limited are very limited we we like we said you you're afraid to express yourself you're afraid to go to the media and and you know come out like you're attacking a certain family or a certain individual because most you know we believe that a certain class or a certain people own most of the land so we're afraid of making the moves that we need to do as young guys to you know to get our rights so it's a struggle it's like it's like the older generation want to die with this baton they don't want to pass it they don't want to give me the opportunity to you know to make a difference that we have no mentors we have no one to inspire us to do anything you know they're just killing us pole pole too you know well young kenyan uh, when they when we have uh, a million hits on this conversation there are lots of people who are going to be terribly depressed what is there to be hopeful for of whatever the preposition might be. Now, I like the part where you say they're going to be depressed because I want them to be depressed. I want them to sit down and think. And, you know, we have to, to wake up as young guys. We have to make the moves. We have to be in the limelight. We have to make sacrifices so that we, we have to, to make the moves necessary for us to be heard. Young Kenyan, when there was a voter registration move put out to get people like you to come out and vote, what I read in the newspapers for 60 shillings a day was that uh, they expected 4 million extra voters to come onto the roll and uh, stalls were empty 
And by the time they'd finished with themselves, there were only a million. So we've lost three million votes that could have given you the leaders that you want. Whose fault is it? It's partially my it's partially my fault as a younger. But 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 Molly let me let me let me let me say this. Um if they took the opportunity to just go down to where guys are working and you know they said no we want you to you know do this and do that uh, as what they did was just set up some tents and you know in the middle let's say at the side of the road and they said we're doing a voter registration but majority of us young guys we're trying to make a living we're trying to earn this bread so mimi sitakuwa na wakati wa kuenda kupanga laini kufanya voter registration i'm trying to speak for ule mtu yeah so what what would you What's the solution? The S word. What would you have preferred they, them, to have done? Mina zataka gava ifanye hivi. Gava yende tu. Mashinani tu. One by one. Get this. Enda, enda, enda kwa base. Pale ule mtu wametulia. Pale wanakaga jioni. Whatever work they do. Just, you know, talk to them. Tell them this is what you're meant to do. Wachukua. And give it time. Msifanya na haraka. And then we'll just see wakenja tunakwa gawada watu wa last minute. Apana what put your time enough like right now to number to register our sim cards and and what not let me kikosa ku register nitakuwa find 300 million 300 uh thousand yeah it's a lot of money yes. by the end of the day missing a yodo like right now i can tell you mwalimu right now we count nikianza kukuhesabia pesa ile kwa mfuko i will come for you the money in my pocket plus the fuliza plus my mshwari i count the loan as part of my money because that's where we are at Unajua, we have no value for money we're not you know the the like, cost of living is going up and my wages are not are, are stagnated time to stop again but we'll start again as well capital fm start time for the last time today i this is the point where we reveal who you are and before we reveal who you are i'm going to reveal how we met and uh, i would say that last friday may the 8th i caught an uber and the driver was a young man and since i'm a so called people person napenda kuongea na wanaichi nikasema mwanangu unaitwaje unatoka wapi because you have you displayed the qualities that you've displayed during this you are articulate you are informed you are personable and i said uh, i've got a brand new show and i want it to give voice to people that we don't normally hear on radio would you like to come next wednesday So we've known each other for oh gosh my maths is poor. What's your name? My name is Charles Mbogwa. I'm an Uber driver in Nairobi. But uh I have a background in uh tourism and travel. I went to school in Kajiado County. I went to a school high school called Brother Busang. It's a Catholic school. And um I did a couple of few things then I went to tours and travel. So that's my background. Okay, so how did why did you abandon tours and travel to end up as a Uber driver? Not that there's any there's anything to denigrate, but are you trying to suggest that you couldn't find a job in tours and travel? Is that the part of your hard luck story as a young Kenyan? No, when when COVID when COVID happened and when it was at its peak, 
all the countries had locked down and there was no movement and we were not getting guests. And so the industry is dependent on the tourist. And so we had no jobs. So I had to look for something to do to earn a living. And uh, with the little savings, you know, nini nini, tafuta ni katafuta gari. Nikaanza kazi ya Uber. You do mashwari and fuliza you bought a car. Ah, nakwambia inabidi unatafuta pale unaweza pata. Okay. Unatafuta. Well done and I guess other people helped you to acquire the car. Yes. So, uh is is there does every listener here seek should they seek to become an Uber driver too? Because that's where some kind of existence is. You found a kind of halfway point. Become an Uber driver, everything will be fine. Not really. Majority of us Kenyans are looking at where we can be able to earn a living. And so tunakimbilia ile kitu tunaona nini azapata some few extra coins. That those opening and passes, those who are doing Uber. And right now naweza kuambia ukweli, Uber drivers are so many. Unafaa kutuona saa saba kama tumepark pale base. We are like a hundred Ubers just waiting, you know. Uh, we are like on queue. So hakuna makazi and hiyo ndio ilikuwa make sense at the time anyone who had a vehicle and amefutwa kazi alikuwa anajiuliza what can i do now to earn a living so if it's a small car with a small engine you just go you apply unaingia kazi na unaanza kazi and uh, the competition has been stiff so and also cost of living has gone up right now i'm dependent on fuel and fuel haipatikani okay. so ninafanya one day ninafanya kazi the next day ninafanya kazi ya kutafuta mafuta Right. I'm hunting fuel. In terms of values and looking back to this idea of corruption and yeah. all the rest of it, why given such dire circumstances didn't you turn yourself into a crook or a criminal? What is there in your makeup that make you still makes you still feel that you want to earn an honest living? Because if you multiply, you see where I'm coming going with yeah. this. If yeah. you multiply so many people who are so desperate, then I with my little wallet should be really scared of walking the streets of Nairobi where does one get a sense of integrity my mother always says that um she ate her mandazi i'm half were eating my mandazi and my son who has not yet begun to eat his mandazi what she means is that she's lived her life i'm halfway through mine and my son the next generation is coming up na so electricity influence on a daily basis is because i want to leave something i want to leave a better future for my son right now i want to make a difference for him so maybe so, so we don't sort of um, um orchestrate these conversations yes, otherwise yes, yes, you know yes. we'd lose the dramatic tension which yeah, i'm yeah, very yeah. aware of as yeah. a man of the theater yeah uh, how old are you i'm 33 so you're 33 yes, and I'm 33. would I, i not too much a personal revelation but how old is your son my son is 10 He just turned 10 this March. Good for him. Yes. Okay, let's go back to our ideas base. I I've just asked you did you answer what it is that gave you your values? Maybe I wasn't listening properly. <laughs> I heard mum telling you mandazis. Where did you get your sense of values? How can you have how can you have what do they call it a compass? A moral compass. Uh, yeah. Uh, what would you tell what is that moral compass and why you and not so many other m- millions of kenyans who've obviously lost it and are doing very well by it i come from a very spiritual home i was raised uh, in the church 
And um, so ninety uh, percent of all Kenyans no, walking no, no, up no, no, and down. No. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, um, Muslims. Uh, no. I, uh, I, I don't. You know, the idea that you would say that we are a religious and spiritual country. Yes, yes. So why do some fall overboard? I think um, people are different. I think uh, when we come to society right now, and then you you find the environment. I think people get lost in the day-to-day life, you know. And then social media also is affecting us because, you know, now they're flashing a lot of money, you know. And mimi kama kijana mdogo, nina half kujuliza, do my integrity or do I want to do this wash-wash business and stuff, you know. So um, what keeps me grounded is, I, like I said, I come from a religious home. And that's what gave me my morals, and that's what I've been looking at. And also, Pia Natakakuacha generation behind me that Itasema, I did something. I want to serve my generation, and I want to leave something for my son behind. And so I have to be a good uh, role model for him in society. You know, a better name, they say a better name is better than riches. You know, so that is what drives me personally. Right. Uh, another personal touch, uh, going back to mountains and lakes and oceans yeah. is that we are a very tribal society that Kenyan society operates on sort of tribal paradigms if I can get a thousand this a million that and it's a shoe in it's a two horse race and everything else as a young Kenyan Charles Charlo mm. Charlo Charlo are you a tribalist I'm not a tribalist I'm not a tribalist. Again, and I will give you. again, again. Everybody's going to say that. No, I'm going to elaborate. Give you the reason why. I'm going to give you the reason why. I'm not a tribalist because I grew up. Uh, see, people from my generation and going downwards, Tumezaliwa so many different places. Kunoleko coast, Kunoleko Mount Kenya, na Kulolea. So in our schools, to me blend sana, and the whole idea of uh, tribalism, ni kitu tumepatiwa from an older generation wale wanakukumbusha wewe umetoka Mount Kenya and us as people of Mount Kenya act in a certain way. You see, it's an idea that's been passed down to us but hatujuini nini kilifanyika ndio tukue. You know, just split. Like I can tell you for, for sure, there's a time I can be in my car. I don't look like I'm from the mountain but Neza pata client ingi no, wagali. Yeah, you, you look yeah. as if you come from, um, I don't know, the hills. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You can. I can have a client at ingia, aonge some type of way. Only by the time ikifika ni kunilipa, then he sends an mpesa and he sees mbogwa at the end. And he's like, ah? You know, and before that, that conversation, he was so negative about people from the mountain only for him to find and you know I always wear these beads these are Maasai beads and majority of them think I'm Maasai so they'll be like ah oh, Maasai you sisi unajua tunafanya nini nini but when they pay you and they see you are Mbogwa they, they look at you different they want to treat you different you know want us to kasana and and majority of those people are of the older generation you know, and and this is a, i personally feel that so you're blaming morning. you're blaming us you 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 youngsters are the good guys <laughs> and we're the baddies you you are the mentors Mwalimu, we are looking up to you to pass the baton so if you pass a tribalistic baton that's what will remain with my generation and so it is something that's been passed from above it's not we are, it's not our reality kama vijana ukuchini there's also there's also a formulation where they say i i want your views on this idea that there's something called positive tribalism as opposed to a negative where you're aware of your culture you're aware of your songs 
Uh, and if you don't have a rootedness, everybody comes from somewhere, uh, will go somewhere where they wish to go and may not go. Uh, so how do you feel about, you know, uh, Kikuyu lad brought up in Maasai land, uh, I, as your daddy, could teach you your attachment to your roots and we'll go to Angorashio and Arorashio <laughs> and Aroro and look for a, a black goat and a white goat and before you get married. I mean, all that stuff, does it appeal to you? Uh, I'd say there is positive tribalism in terms of working in the uh, tourism industry. You come to learn that we all have something to offer. You know, there is something that people from the lake have to offer. There's something that people from the mountain have to offer. And our cultures is what, are what make us who we are. And they're beautiful in their own way. And they should not be used so by our leaders you, you, to... Th this other us. formulation, you do believe in this whole idea of unity and indifference. No. That you can be different, but the same. I mean, uh, a bit sort of... <laughs> what do you think? Uh, unity and indifference, kind yeah, of. Yeah, do, because you wanted to, you wanted to be, you have your own culture. You, uh, you'll respect mine. Uh, next day, you'll be eating mandazi. Then we'll eat some gideri. That's the way you think we should go. That's that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. We should uh, embrace each other's differences. If we were all the same, if we were on all the same tribe, I don't believe we would. We would find something to, to, to differentiate us. Trust you me, today at the mountain, we are only gathered today because of the leader. But another issue. I come from a better clan than you. You know, it goes, no, my family is better than yours. We will always find differences. But uh, I think Nivanyatunatumizi differences in the I want, okay. I would love a place where they use my difference. You know, Mbogwa, hey, what do you bring to the to the table? You know? I'd like you to end by going back to the, the general theme of our conversation, yeah. the elections, August the 9th. Yeah. As the representative young Kenyan, yeah. what appeal would you make to people of your age, of your generation, and of their responsibility on that great day? Allow me to say it in Shang, yeah? Oh, do yeah. I, I won't understand, perhaps, but you, you have every <laughs> no, liberty I'll, to. I'll, I will not no. be deep. Yeah. Yeah. I would want us to go out and vote because majority of them are interested. They are winging it. Now, we are the voice. We are the majority. We are the ones who can make a difference. So, I would want us to go out and vote. We are the voice. Akuna cha this na cha that, akuna cha party. These are the same guys who are in this party today and they're in that party tomorrow. Na akikosa kukua kwa hizo primaries, akikosa kupita, atatafta chama iliteza kumpitisha. So I want people to go and look at what the person they're voting for, what he has to offer. It is the ideas and, and you know, is he accountable? Is he a man of integrity? Is he honest? That's what I'd, I'd want. Shalom. You're a lad. That's what we used to say in school. Uh, thank you so very much for being on John Sibio Kumu on Wednesday. And to our listeners, I hope that we held you for the length of however many minutes. Till next time. 98.